Welcome. You're listening to Otherwise, Wisdom from the Other, a variety podcast dedicated to empowering diverse communities living in Treaty 6 territory by sharing stories of their lived experiences. Otherwise is a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Hello, my name is Karen. And my name is Amit. We're now in 2019. Happy New Year, friend. Happy New Year. So for this episode, we want to pause, look back, reflect, and celebrate the start of our podcast with you. After lots of talking and planning, we finally launched our show a few months ago on September 28th to a large part of our supporters, family, and friends, along with the release of our first episode. That was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. And it was an extremely large party, I'd like to say. And we brought together visual and performing artists, musicians, spoken word of diverse backgrounds to celebrate uh, art as an important vehicle for storytelling. And what's a better way to hear these stories than from the artists themselves? So we're going to relive that party with you today. And we're going to start with a treaty acknowledgement as our show otherwise is about the collective experience of communities of color on Treaty 6 land. Nearly 150 years ago in this region, the government of Canada entered into treaty with indigenous peoples. The treaty was meant as the basis for respectful relationships, nation to nation, to live and work in this land. It is now widely recognized in words, in deeds, and in spirit. The government of Canada and the settlers who represented them have failed to live up to treaty. We have entered into a period of truth, understanding, healing, and reconciliation. In this spirit of this reconciliation, we acknowledge that the land upon which we're gathered today is a special place. We're privileged to gather on Treaty 6 territory. On the banks of the North Saskatchewan River, people have been gathering to trade, share information, and build relationships for millennia, just as we are today. Edmonton sits on the traditional territory of the Niheawe, the Cree people, Dene, Soto, Blackfoot, and the, and the Kota Sioux. It is also home to peoples of the Métis Nation and has become the home of settlers and the descendants of settlers and other indigenous and non-indigenous peoples from all over the world. It is important to remember that in this place, we're all treaty people. So that was the treaty acknowledgement you heard me say, and I actually built on this acknowledgement and explore treaty relations between indigenous and newcomer immigrants in episode two of our show. So definitely check that out. Chubby Cree also honored us that evening and started off the party with some drumming. Hi, everyone. We're called Chubby Cree. And the reason why we're called Chubby Cree is uh, I took on the name of my late brother, uh, he passed away in 2016, broke my heart, but he always used to say, when am I going to be famous? So we're making him famous. <laughs> and this is Noah. He's been singing since he was eight months old. He's good at it. And he's all woman taught. I swear, guys. <laughs> and uh, a little story why I started a power drum group how a hand drum group is because in our culture, there's not a lot of women singers. And there's a lot of backup singers, but I ain't a backup singer. I'm a lead singer. <laughs> and I have my own voice. I seem to find that the backup singers don't use their voice. So I can't do that. And uh, I was taught to be a, 
a lead on everything I do. So that way I can stay strong and fight what I can fight. And all I have is our culture, prayer, and my grandkids to keep me going. After losing three brothers and a sister in a year, that was like the worst feeling you could feel because it's this emptiness. So I just swallow it and pray because we're taught not to cry for them physically because we're holding them back. But why it is very important to have women singers is because they heal. They heal you in some way or another. And I truly believe that and I keep doing it because I want to bring the women back to the drum. I want that power to see that and to feel it. So I have a, I have a singer here that's visiting me from Winnipeg. She has a drum group there too. So, Christy? Christy? <laughs> and that is good food. Thank you. And Noah, he'll start with a song. It's called Rocky World. He likes performing this. It kind of helps to cheer everyone up or put a smile on your face. He puts a smile on my face because he's all woman taught.
The next song we're going to do is called uh, Thank You Mother and Thank You Father song. Uh, that's for our parents for bringing us in this world and our grandparents for raising us. And uh, I have so much to say about how the natives get treated today, especially by officials, like I'm saying the government and stuff like that. Like it's, I can't stand Trudeau, sorry to say, but he's not the only one, right? But I see a lot of our people trying, like me, I, I never drank, never did drugs, that was my choice. Like everybody does the same thing. Like it doesn't matter what race you are, Unfortunately, I always like to hang downtown. <laughs> but uh, that's not all of us. We're all different. And uh, I, for one, I like to push. Push my grandkids, my kids. I don't care if they're 40, I'm still going to kick their butts. And that's just the way it is in Norris. No one knows that. <laughs> but we're going to do a song, another one. And here. Yeah. 
I'll leave the next song to Noah. The next song we're going to do is a, a blessing for all of you here and your families at home. He picked it so he can start it. We held this party at the Aleph Partners, who most recently won the RISE Welcoming and Inclusive Workplace Award last year. It recognizes the leaders in our community who serve diverse populations. Najib Jutt shared a few welcoming words. The space was filled with people of extremely different backgrounds, including tons of children and babies, and it was an absolutely fantastic time. Would you agree, Karen? Yeah, I loved it, loved it. And uh, at the same time, we also had a, um, um, a welcome from the MLA of the area, from David Shepard. Uh, you can hear more from David along with other black leaders in Edmonton in episode three, part one and two. Uh, it's created by our team member, Morenike. On uh, behalf of Premier Rachel Notley, all of my colleagues with the government of Alberta, it's an honor to be here tonight for the launch of this brand new podcast. You know, we, we live in a time when there is a lot of discussion and indeed argument and disagreement about whose stories should be told, about whose heroes should be celebrated, about whose perspectives should be at the forefront. It's a challenging time as we see a lot of shifts now. We see shifts in power. 
more opportunities for people that did not have it before. And others then who are feeling anxious and afraid at being displaced. But stories, I believe, are one of the most powerful things we have. You go to any culture, you ask them, who are you, where did you come from? They will tell you a story. And stories are what shape the world that we live in. Stories are what give us the inspiration and ideas for how we're going to move on into the future. So for this event, we wanted to celebrate art and storytelling. So we invited a number of visual artists, artists collective, to join us and share their work and stories. You're going to hear them after a word from our sponsor. This episode of Otherwise is brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation, where the award-winning, well-endowed podcast is produced. And full disclosure, I am a board member of the Edmonton Community Foundation, and that's how much I believe in this organization. One of our key projects um, that we support is the Yay Shift Lab, which is all about addressing racism and how to talk about racism. The Well Endowed podcast uh, has featured some of the speakers like Daryl Davis and Trevor Phillips in some of its past episodes, where you can find them on their website, thewellendowedpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to this show everywhere podcasts can be found. I just want to say thanks, uh, Ahmed. Thanks to everybody, Karen, for inviting uh, my group here. I work in the inner city, uh, and I'm working, and I'm here on behalf of uh, a group of artists collective called uh, Street Prince Artists Collective. Um, we have a table upstairs in the corner. We um, we bring to market uh, items by artists that otherwise wouldn't be in the market at all. Um, there, many of them are transient. Some of them uh, are enable, unable to um, bring together their own um, devices to be able to get into market. So we just decided that uh, amongst the few volunteers and artists and inner city workers that we would be able to figure out a way to create um, um, avenues for artists to, to get out there. So um, it's kind of worked because we're here and it's, it's, it's amazing to be in amongst um, some great progressive thinking and uh, really cool people. Um, so we're here, and um, please visit us. We're up in the corner over there, and we're really pleased to be here. Um, I just want to say as, as a word, um, I, I wrote an article. Um, it's called Weeding Out Hatred. It's in the Boyle Macaulay News newspaper this past month, and uh, I think it will resonate with many of you regarding the theme of, uh, of, of what we're doing here. Um, we're really uh, you know, replacing um, negative energy with positive energy, and I think that's a tremendous thing. Hey, my man. How you doing? <laughs> Um, I'm also wearing an orange shirt today because I, I'm um, down with it. I support it. It doesn't have the right wording on it, but uh, the color is there. And I hope, um, I hope that we continue um, and expand on this type of awareness. So thanks again. See you up there. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is actually Zhao Zhuying, but that's very difficult to pronounce. So I do go by Sarah. Um, a little bit easier, I think. Um, <laughs> I immigrated to Canada when I was six. Um, I hadn't seen my father for five years. So when my mom and I moved here, that was almost in my memory the first time I met my father when I was six years old. Um, like many uh, immigrant families, we had to work very exceptionally hard to prove ourselves and to make a living. My parents had to give up their profession as teachers and start brand new. My father, for almost the past 20 plus years, has worked uh, two full-time jobs, morning 
and overnight to support our family. So you can imagine that that caused a lot of stress in our household and it wasn't always fun for everyone. So in 2003, my father finally reached his breaking point and he picked up something that he had dropped when he was younger, which was art. Uh, he started oil painting again and he didn't just oil paint, he oil painted on plein air, which means in the open air. So he would take his easel, go outside and he created a painting once a day, every single day. Rain, snow, um, and occasionally sunshine, you know, we are in Canada. And so I think that rubbed off on me quite a lot, that therapy associated with art. Um, through their hard work, um, I grew up much easier time than they did. Um, we, had, we had actually immigrated to Manitoba, and I moved from Manitoba to Alberta um, out of high school. And I finished my pharmacy degree here and became a full-time pharmacist. But after a certain period, I, just, I felt that same, same stress that he had associated. Even though I had just one full-time job, not two, one. Um, so two years ago, I did something completely new. I taught myself how to do printmaking, um, or otherwise known as lino cutting. So I uh, carve all my images on a matrix, usually lino or rubber and then I create art um, by hand pressing those. So that has been my therapy with art. Um, not quite the same degree. I don't do one every single day as my father, but I have found that same therapy and, and peace with art that he has, which has made all the difference. So Ahmed, you said it really well that night. Art is a form of storytelling, and you share with the crowd your experience as a spoken word artist, not to mention our city's poet laureate. There's a, an amazing storyteller by the name of Lady Vanessa Cardona, um, who is currently or the 2018 Canadian Individual Champion. And so here's a little bit of that. Hello, how's everyone doing? All right, you're like almost here. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for inviting me. It is a pleasure. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've been um, doing a lot of healing lately, a lot of deconstructing of um, my ancestries. Um, and so that process can be very tiring. Um, and I was doing a little bit of it today, but the prayers and the drumming really grounded me. So thank you. Um, someone that I really look up to and has been a very strong person in my life um, is my mother. Um, and so I have a poem about her. Who here is a mother? Yeah, let's give it up to the mothers! Yeah! I was going to say kudos on the parents bringing out their, their young ones. Thank you. That's right, the young generation. Um, all right, who here has been to a spoken word performance before? All right, I'm so glad people are raising their hands like we're in a classroom. Um, so what do you do at a spoken word performance when you hear something that you like? Yeah, you let the person, you let the poet know that, okay, you're feeling that. You can also do like a little grunt, you know, like a mmm, mmm. You know, like you just ate some like delicious food just from there, you know? Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's do this. 
A mother poem is hard to write. How dare I even try to encompass all the caliber that is she? This mother poem is not an open diary. She's not a basket of memories for your entertainment. Her tale is sacred. See, mi mamá told me that family secrets you don't share even with your pillow. Cause walls have ears, las paredes tienen oídos, mija, so how dare I even try? She gave me consejitos. Passed down from grandmother to mother. How dare I convert these Latin fables into flavorless translations? But I'll try. Mi mamá told me that a bird can look beautiful in a cage. It will wake you up with sweet songs in the morning. It will always be there, but you will never know if the bird truly loves you. My mother is a condor, watches over me like the sun. Her gut can decode my every move before I do. She calls it mother instinct. Mm. I've watched her stretch her wings across this globe to feed every hungry belly she calls family. La familia siempre primero, she's a fighter has never been satisfied with good enough or almost. If I got 95%, she would ask about the 5% missing. <laughs> Mi mamá has never had the privilege of surviving on good tries, never complained, always thankful, gracias a Dios. While undocumented in the States, we face bald eagles greed. I could taste her sweat in my bread. Cash got lost working underneath tables, but she assured me, mija, pa adelante, never safe from this fountain, you shall not drink, humble pie will fill our bellies. She carries sandbags on her shoulders of many letdowns, has felt the nauseous sensations of betrayal, but has never chewed on revenge. Fought her demons so she wouldn't feed me poison with her tongue. Mi mama practices forgiveness like an art form. Has had 16,425 days of practice. She's a master at it, but a novice at forgiving herself. Yes, mommy made mistakes. I have washed her claw at her chest with regret. She thanks me for loving her still. Bravely, she opened up the cage, let me fly. She waits for my return. Finally, what's a party without some dance music? Introducing Shaka from Mbira Renaissance, who performed three songs playing his Mbira instrument, which you'll hear right after these words from our sponsors. This episode of Otherwise is brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation, where the award-winning, well-endowed podcast is produced. And full disclosure, I am a board member of the Edmonton Community Foundation, and that's how much I believe in this organization. One of the key projects that the foundation supports is the Yake Shift Lab, which is all about addressing racism and having tough conversations about this topic. Past episodes of the Well Endowed podcast feature speakers from the Yake Shift Lab, like Daryl Davis and Trevor Phillips. And you can find them on their website, thewellendowedpodcast.com or anywhere you can subscribe to your podcast. So we're talking about Embera. Ahmed, can you describe for our listeners what is an Embera? Embera is almost like a hand-played xylophone. But please, we're in the day and age of Google, so just type Embera. It's spelled M-B-I-R-A. It's an instrument from Zimbabwe. Good evening. How's everyone doing tonight? How's everyone up top doing? Look at all the arts. Everyone's doing fantastic. Thank you. All right, so... Generous introduction. Thank you, Ahmed. <laughs> All right, so the first song I'm going to perform with you and uh, for you is called Shamwariyangu. Shamwariyangu means my friend in uh, Shona. And uh, we're all here in friendship. And I thank you for your friendship and for being family. And I'll share this song. I am, uh, I'm the lead of the band. Uh, fortunately, all of the members are sick, dying with the cold. Um, but I know everyone here is going to join with me, so feel free to clap. 
and uh, sing along where you can and sing a language called Shona. We're steadily moving forward with our show every month. You can catch new episode at the end of each month, produced by different members of our team. So far, you've heard a lot from us, Karen and Ahmed, but there are actually three other members as well, one of whom has been in Tanzania this whole time. Our two others, Morenike, Ola Oshebikan, and Jenna Moji. Otherwise, is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Karen Unlin, the president of the Podcast Network, joined us that night for the launch party and share a bit more about the network itself. Um, when I started the Alberta Podcast Network a year and a half ago, it was in the hopes of being able to create a community that was strong enough and connected enough to support shows exactly like this. But I didn't know this show was going to come along until Karen emailed me, and I think all she was looking for was a letter of support to get a grant, but I said, I, 
I'll just give you a letter of support, but I think this can help a lot more. So I'm very excited to have seen this amazing team pull uh, to all these resources and all their creativity and all their um, talents together to make this show that I can't wait to hear and that we can't wait to uh, promote on our podcast network. So we have more than 40 uh, podcasts that are uh, made in Edmonton, the Red Deer, and Calgary. And um, they're about all kinds of things. But the ones that are closest to my heart are about this place where we live. And that's why it's such a great fit to have Otherwise uh, with us. So we're going to promote Otherwise. Uh, we've started and we're going to promote Otherwise as, a, as one of our affiliated podcasts uh, until the end of this calendar year. And then it, it, the collective is willing, will um, make that podcast part of a, a member of our network and send some money back to them so they can keep going, so they can be sustained and still be cross-promoted by all of our, um, our podcasts. So it's just so nice to see this come to life. Um, if you want to start a podcast, come and see me because I want more podcasts that are made by amazing people like the ones that are in this room. Uh, I also have upstairs some cards about the network and some buttons that you can take. And uh, just thank you. Thank you to the Otherwise team and thanks to everyone for listening. That was so much fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I felt like I relived that party and I wish we could do this again. Actually, we will be doing that again and many other things. In fact, on January 18th, we are having the community... Um, Come together in a yeah. world cafe format yes. to kind of explore some of the themes that our podcast is exploring. Things such as what is... The community. What makes somebody black? What's diverse? What does that mean? And within the communities of color, how can diversity be both an attribute and sometimes be a barrier? You know what? That sounds like a lot of fun, and I hope to see you there. I hope to see you there too. So be sure to uh, look out for our upcoming event, January 18th. It's a Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Norquest College for our Community World Cafe Forum. Thank you for listening. This episode was produced by myself, Karen Tang, and Ahmed Ali with help from Lisa Pruden. Thank you, Lisa. Kaz Mega made our theme music. Special thank you to everyone who performed, shared their story, and participated in our launch. We couldn't have done it without any of you. Thank you to our partners, Ribbon Rouge Foundation, Confident Camel, Breath and Poetry, Generation Shift. Our show is generously supported by the Edmonton Heritage Council. Otherwise, as a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. To learn more about our show, visit www.otherwiseshow.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at otherwise underscore show to stay in touch. If you like our show, please share a review on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rating is a surefire way to get us heard. And please spread the word, let your family and friends know, and let's build a collective community through storytelling. And please do keep in mind how we share stories is as important as who shares them. Have a wonderful day.